Welcome to Empath, conversations and intentions around meaningful marketing for soulful, sensitive, empathic entrepreneurs. Join me, the feral writer, to talk with truth and texture about creativity from the heart space, marketing with meaning and emotion. This is Empath. Hi guys, and welcome back to Empath. Content strategy tips for social media. This week, we're doing part two of my podcast episode on content strategy tips for social media. I had hoped to do this all in one episode, but I think that was probably a little bit ambitious because it would have been over half an hour by the time I'd finished the episode. And the whole point of Empath is that it's small and it's bite-sized and it's easy for you to access and digest and take action on. I don't want it to be like a real lengthy podcast episode. So... Today I'm doing part two. Um, This is in line with Contented's coming up. So Contented, my content strategy course is coming up on the 10th of March. It's a seven-day intensive course. It's my best-selling course. It's my, you know, most popular course. And that's because it is absolutely transformative. It's seven impactful days, but boy, do they pack a punch. So it's definitely worth considering. If you want to work on your content and you would like the eye of the writer to help you, this is one of the ways you can work with me. I give round the clock sort of feedback to the contented cohort, I get quite involved. And I've built some incredible relationships with the contented alumni during the years, as well as contented um, students with each other have made some incredible relationships and partnerships. So if you were going to consider improving your content and stepping it up for 2024, or even just want to work with me in some way and don't know where to start, contented is a brilliant, brilliant option for that. Here we go with the second part of content strategy tips for social media. So we're starting on number six. We did one to five last week. So if you missed that, you can catch that on the replay. I recommend you do that first. And then episode number two now, we're focusing on six to 10. So here's number six. Use your highlights as mini brochures. So you will see at the top of your Instagram, you have the option to have story highlights. And what a lot of people do for this is they just share little bits of people people have said or their promotion posts, they just share anything to the highlights. But I find a really effective way to use these highlights is to consider them as a brochure because they stay there all the time. They are permanently on your feed. So if you look at mine, you'll find that I've done them in in the term in a like style of brochures. Not all of them, but like my about me or my um if you want to see how to work with me, all of those have done like little mini brochures. They tell you a bit about me. They're beautifully designed. They're professionally written. I mean, pro- professionally written by me. But you can sort of see the style of how I've done it. It's all very, um, very slick and very nice. And it's a real concise way to show who I am and what I offer. Because people, when they're new to your bio, quite often look at your story highlights. So my about me section isn't for people that have followed me for 10 years. Most of them know about me already. But for anyone new to my page, they can learn about me very, very quickly just from looking through my story highlights. And it just looks really nice, keeps everything in a really nice and neat place so that, you know, instead of having to get someone to reach out to work with you and ask about working with you and then you send them the brochure, etc., you're just removing that that stage of having to do the extra work. The brochures are already there. They're saved already at the top of your screen. And that's the best thing you can do because what you don't want to do is make people work for it. People shouldn't have to work to see what you sell and click on links and go to external websites. And the more you give them to do, the less likely they are to do it. People are busy. They're on Instagram quickly. How can you engage with them quickly? 
use your story highlights as your brochure rather than, or as well as, doing a full brochure that people can get on demand so that people can access you quickly and see who what you're about quickly. This is much more modern than doing like PDF brochures. Number seven, consider your stories a separate part of your strategy. Don't just share your post to stories. So don't just put a post out and then share it to stories with a little box so that people can click on it for more information. Use your stories as a strategy of their own. I actually find that my stories often have a very different audience to my post audience. I know that sounds mad. I'm followed by the same Instagram people. But a lot of people find me through stories, interact through stories, and then they end up taking it from there and building that relationship from a place of stories like shit chat. Shit chat, I know I've talked about quite a bit, but it really is a place for me to build a relationship. I meet a lot of people through shit chat. They find me through shit chat and they get involved that way. So if on shit chat, I mention somebody and they might then share it to their stories, their audience then sees that shit chat. Then they watch my shit chat. Then they might find my post or they might decide to follow me or whatever. But they're coming in at story level. And that's quite often the way it happens. People come in at story level rather than grid level. So it's no good just posting bits of your grid. That's honestly just a bit lazy. And we all do it. You know, no, no blame here because I do it myself. But don't rely on that for your strategy. Your stories need their own strategy. And in Contented, we do something called story storming. I mean, why, why do I create everything beginning with S's when I have a lisp? We create something called story storming, which is where you come up with these ideas for what you're going to create on your stories and how you're going to use them as a strategy of their own. So I would definitely do that. Consider the audience that interacts with your stories, but also think about the message you're, in, you're reinforcing and how you can use your stories to show that in a different way. Um, number eight is to give value to your followers. Um, and also know who follows you and why they follow you, because that is crucial. In Contented, we call this your Claire. It's knowing your Claire, understanding your Claire, and you may have multiple Claires. Working out who they are, why they follow you, or like what do they want from you? Do you know your customers and how are you speaking to them? Where are you finding them and what are you giving them? And we call this gold. We call this gold in Contented because... It's the difference between gold and pyrite. And there's an awful lot of pyrite online. There's an awful lot of tips that aren't really telling me anything. I can't tell you the amount of times I've clicked on things that have said like three tips on decluttering. And it's like number one is empty your cupboard. And I'm like, um, yeah, okay. And then number two is like, choose what you like to wear. And number three is hang them back up in a nice order. And I'm like, right. What would people say if I gave them three copywriting tips? And the copywriting tips were one, get a page of paper. Two, write down the first sentence that says what you're about. Three, write another hundred words. There's your about page. That is not a great tip, if I'm honest. Anyone could tell you that without being a copywriter. And that's the problem. And that's pyrite. I mean, that is a very exaggerated version of pyrite. But quite often I get these freebies and downloads and lead magnets and they're all beautiful. And they tell me nothing. They are so hollow. They are so fluffy. They are so... Some of them are like 12 pages long and they tell me literally nothing. I can't remember a single thing once I finish reading it. And I actually feel a bit resentful that I wasted my time even downloading it. And now they've got my email address and I just, you know, for what? For more crap. Because the belief is, the general belief is get them hooked and then get them to buy your course with all the good stuff. And I would say, don't do that. Get people interested by giving them your good stuff. Don't be afraid of giving them your good stuff. 
take it from me. I will always give good stuff. If you get a download from me, if you get a freebie from me, if you get a podcast episode from me, I'm going to tell you exactly what I tell you in a course. Yes, the course will probably offer you more. Yes, it'll be more structured, etc. And there'll be other benefits to being on my courses. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to just give you crap and then try and make you pay for something. And I always try and go over and above. Like I'm contented, you'll get over and above what you think you're going to get. Because that is part of my offering. That's part of who I am. It's the same with Empress. With Empress, I'm always thinking, how can I improve it? How can I deepen it? How can I offer more to my members without asking more from them? I don't want more money from them. I want more community. I want people to trust in the community and to find it more enriching and more rewarding than it was previously. To always be deepening what I'm offering in the first place. Because I'd rather offer value. Gold, gold, gold. Not pyrite. Not something shiny, but without substance. And that's more important than ever because most of the posts I read, most of the freebies that I click on, most of the websites that I look at, most of the video content that I look at tells me sweet nothing. It really is pyrite. And most of the time it doesn't even look like pyrite. Most of the time it's coal. It doesn't even look pretty. But sometimes it's pretty and it's sparkly, but it's that substance that matters. Show me why you're worth your salt. Don't try and make me buy something to prove that to me. Show it to me up front so I know that you know what you're talking about. Because in the online world, a lot of people don't know what they're talking about. Let's be honest. Anybody tomorrow could do what you're doing. Anybody could pretend to be you or take your ideas or take your words. You know, how are you going to, especially in the world of AI, how are you going to show up differently? How are you going to set yourself apart? How are you going to say, I'm willing to give you this to get your trust? Give gold. It's like the number one thing I would say today is to give gold. Give them that value. Know who they fo- who follows you. Know why they follow you. And give them something as a reward for following you. Number nine. Map out a nine grid. And I love that number nine is the nine grid of what you want to talk about. So you've got a blueprint. Um, so this is like basically having a rough idea of your nine so that you're fitting everything in. So let's say you are a what haven't I used? Let's say you are a clothing brand. You could say, well, I want to feature the new collection. I want to feature a seasonal item. I want to show it as worn by somebody, a customer. I want to talk about trends. I want to promote a blog post. I want to promote a testimonial. I want to promote a promotion, an offer I've got on. I want to um, talk about sustainable fashion. I want to talk about myself. Always put yourself in there. I know no one actually ever says I want to talk about myself, but in relation to another, you know, the episode I did last week, it's really important to show yourself. So let's say that's your top nine. I can't repeat them because I just said them off the top of my head and I've already forgotten what I've said. But to give you an idea, that is how your nine looks. And then you can roll it for a little bit. You don't have to stick to it. Like I said last week, you don't need to have a really like strict plan and structure, but you need a rough plan and structure. So you're making sure you're covering everything. Otherwise, you will literally talk crap. And that is why so much social media is honestly so crap that, you know, it's boring and it's predictable. And I've seen it all before and I've heard it all before. So I want to see something that's true to you. And it doesn't have to be these nine categories. I picked these off the top of my head. But essentially, in your top nine, you should always show me what you're offering so I don't have to dig for it. In your top nine, I would love to see something about you. And in your top nine, I'd love your expertise, your knowledge, your gold, your value, whatever it is. You know, if it's my top nine, I want there to be in there something that's going to help you with your content or your marketing. I want there to be something personal about me so you can build a relationship with me. I want there to be something that shows you someone I've worked with, well, when I'm in launch, someone that I've worked with and shows you what I offer and why. You know, I want there to be a behind the scenes or whatever. It's knowing what that nine is so you've got an idea. 
like a blueprint of things you want your audience to know. So what that does ask the question at the end of the day, what do you want people to know when they leave your Instagram page? What do you want them to remember about you? That should be in your top nine. Like, I want you to know that I'm disruptive. I want you to know that I believe in authenticity and courage and these are my values. And I try and get them across in my top nine every single week by pushing myself and remaining disruptive and courageous because that is part of who I am and that is part of what I bring into my brand every day. I want people to know I'm not part of a cotton candy copywriting industry. I won't make you look pretty and make you sound sweet. I will make you sound authentic. I will make you true. I'll show you how to show what your distinctive essence is rather than fitting in with the crowd. And that's really important. But likewise, I am also really fiercely protective of lifestyle, of creativity, of being by the sea, of connecting with whatever lights me up creatively and encouraging this in others. And that's also in my grid. Who are you and how are you showing that in your content and your content strategy? This is something we cover in Contented in depth. We come up with lots of ideas as well as so on top of the nine grid. I encourage people to come up with lots of ideas, like just creatively throw ideas out and see what comes up, see what comes up for you. Because this is called gold sifting in Contented. And it's about literally no judgment, throwing your ideas on the page, seeing what could be used? What do people ask of you? What do people want from you? What is the number one question that people are asking you each week? What don't they know that they need to know? What are the top three things they need to know about your industry? What do they need to know about you? We come up with lots and lots of um, ideas. And I actually have caught, I've done a separate guide in Contented and we've called it 50 Shades of Here's a Bouquet. I basically wanted to show all the ways you could sell a bouquet as a florist, um, but do it in different ways through gold sifting. And of course, a lot of that's applicable to other industries, but that's the example that I use. Um, number 10 is to set aside time for your content planning, for your content creation and your social media. Um, this is something that people don't often do. Like when are you working on your content? When are you planning it? When are you writing the posts? When are you going on social media? And what I find is I would do like a sort of split of more, con more time planning and more time content creating and less time on social media. But what people do is they do 80% on social media and it's honestly soulless scrolling. They're on social media in the pit. You end up, and we've all been there, let's be honest, looking at Chihuahua videos, that might just be me, and, um, and buying things we don't need. And, you know, just getting caught in the, in the vortex of just utter crap on social media. I say, on, I say in Empress, but it's like a lion's den. Social media is like a lion's den. And it's lovely. Get in, feed the lions, get out. What you don't want to do is go in and cuddle the lions because you'll be eaten. And that's exactly what people do. They go on social media and then they wonder why they feel crap about themselves and why they've lost a whole day and they're not being very productive. Social media is a tool. It's a tool. It's good to remember that. It's a tool, not a hobby. Yet more and more people spend more time on social media than in their real lives. It's honestly quite depressing, isn't it? Because where is the authentic human connection? I mean, I'm all for being on social media, making connections, but people are spending way too much time on there. So use it as a tool. Get in, get out, feed the lions, get out of there. And it's important to spend your time free, like front load your time on content planning and content creation and map it in your calendar. Monday mornings, I'm content planning. Wednesday afternoons, I'm content creating. You know, half an hour or 40 minutes a day, I'm going on and I'm interacting with people. I cannot possibly interact with everyone. So I'm going on, I'm interacting with anyone in my direct message box because that's important to me. Um, and even then I need breaks from it because it can get overwhelming. You know, Friday nights are a hard time in my inbox after shit chat. Um, and then 
I'm also looking at customers. I'm looking at members. I try and interact with my members as much as I can. I don't have time to talk to everyone and look at what everyone's doing. I try and reply to my comments, but I cannot give more than my bucketed time to being on there and interacting because I have to do other things as well. Making this time is important because if you're waiting to just write a post, come up with an idea and write it on the spot, then it's either going to take too much of your time in a day and then you're going to wonder where the day is gone or it's going to take not enough time and you'll miss posting and you'll go weeks without posting because you'll be too busy doing other things. So always religiously show up to that time and say, no, Monday mornings is when I say what content have I got like going live next week? What am I doing? What, like thinking ahead, just looking at where am I on schedule? Has anything changed? What's coming in? What do I need to talk about? What's coming up? What, what am I promoting? What am I talking about? What's happened to me that I need to be mentioning? And start thinking ahead like that so it's more strategic. Oh, that's number 10. That's number 10. I've done 10. So those are my 10 tips for content strategy and social media. Um, I hope they have helped you in some way. If you're interested in, in knowing more about this, do, do check out Contented. We go into so much depth on all of this in Contented. It's uh, just, I can't believe how much content is in a seven-day course. It is intense. It is immersive. Um, I recommend if you can an hour a day to Contented for the seven days it's live. If you can, some days, maybe two hours or an hour and a half, there's one or two deeper days. Um, I always compare it to, you know, I'm a celebrity, the celebrity cyclone, when they're like trying to get up the slope and people are firing water and balls at them and they're slipping down. There are, there's a 48 hour period in Contented, which is a little bit like that, where I'm firing all the cannons at you, but it is so much fun. And it is so incredible. And if you trade your seven days or your seven hours with me on Contented, I promise you'll come up with a really considered content strategy and a way of conveying yourself on social media that's authentic to you, that cuts through the noise and you don't sound like everybody else. And that's what matters. We always finish every single episode with an invitation to set an intention. And again, I want to set the intention that you're thinking about your content strategically and holistically, how it works together how it works all together when you look at it, rather than just looking at your posts. Look at everything as it comes together. How you look, how you sound, your handle, your bio, the hashtags you're using, what your, what your performance is. How do you want your content to perform? How is it performing? When was the last time you went and looked at how your content is performing and said, what works for me? What doesn't work for me? And when people do this, they usually find that the posts where they've been personal are the posts that get the most engagement. But for today, look at what you want to do with your content strategy. Look at how you can use your highlights and your stories more effectively. How can you give genuine gold to your followers so that you're giving them a reason to stick around, but also to build loyalty and trust with you? How can you map out a basic nine grid where you can say, these are the things I'm focusing on covering in my content? And how can you set aside time? When can you work on your content? So you're being proactive and strategic rather than knee-jerk with your content. Thank you ever so much for tuning in, guys. I hope to see some of you on Contented. You can find out more about it at my website, www.jesscollins.co.uk or on Instagram where you can find me at The Feral Writer. And remember, whatever you do, all you've got to be is true. Thank you for listening to Empath, the podcast for meaningful marketing for soulful creatives. If you want more from me, head to my website, jesscollins.co.uk and check out my membership community, Empress, where you will find a community of heart-centered creatives, the Empress Practice, my signature seven chapters of soulful marketing and weekly live sessions, from soul goal setting to journaling and personal access to me. 
the doors are currently open. Be sure to message me on Instagram at The Feral Writer to let me know how you found this episode. Take care, and I'll be back next week.